now listening to KMRO-FM, Kamurocho Radio. I am your host, Argyle, and with me as always is Jordan. Hey, it's Yakuza. It's Yakuza time. Happy Yakuza Day. Time for Yakuza. We're talking about... It's today, June 12th, aka Yakuza Day. Everyone knows it. It's always on your calendar. Yeah, everybody everybody knows it. Six, twelve. Next week will also be Yakuza Day, because Yakuza, Yakuza Day is whenever our podcast comes out, and that yeah. happens to be the same day we're recording, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are talking this week. How are you doing, by the way? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's just been, I mean, since since last time we talked about how you were watching Columbo. Now you're well, watching, Columbo. watching Columbo. We talk about Columbo now. Yeah, and we, how, we talk uh, about Columbo now. And how dumb the murderers are. And how, oh yeah, and I, how we I would we would be able to pull off a murder and full Lieutenant Columbo with our with our oh one hundred percent smarts, a hundred percent. Um, so this is Yakuza two, chapter fourteen. We are getting pretty close to the end of this video getting game. Pretty close, but we still how got, many are there? We got like what, sixteen. Three? There are sixteen, 16. chapters. So we got two more after this one. But we're uh, also this is do some cheeky little bonus we some, episodes. We got some side content coming for you because we want to talk about Majima Construction and the Cabaret Grand Prix. So that's coming. That'll come soon. Mm-hmm. But for now, let's talk about Chapter 14 of Yakuza 2, the Goryu March, the newest dance craze that's sweeping the nation. Yeah, the Goryu Shuffle. The Goryu Shuffle first. First, uh, split a castle right down the middle, kill your friend with a sword, and then, well, I can't reveal the last step of the Goryu March because it is a spoiler, mm-hmm. uh, but let's just say that there's there's more, there's more than meets the eye. Oh, okay. Mm. So can't last wait. week, last episode ended with the tragic heartbreaking we all cried Revelation. i forgot to put the i forgot to put the circus music in but i would have if i had remembered passing loss yeah of the, the, the heartbreaking revelation that sayama's dad is a cop is a cop yeah uh so after that they've all packed up and have gone back to majima construction site uh back to kamurocho hills uh florist is saying how maybe it's better to live in the toilet in the sewers instead of in a fancy skyscraper that's always getting blown up by bombs and i'm yeah, inclined to agree the cops don't let me wear an open bathrobe so i don't know I, I i think i like it here more i don't get to like throw people into the uh into the fighting pit uh uh, yeah, I mean to, the Osaka Osaka PD still oversees the bed of sticks. Like they get one, but we yeah. don't get one in Kamarocho. So I think I'm better off being a swamp gremlin than than a police officer. Anyways, uh, Date is is lamenting the loss of the one good cop, uh, and giving Sayama her goodie bag full of her dad's ashes, uh, which I believe last game. We also got a scene where a character gets a big box of ashes, and I didn't know that it was a. It was that's how they do ashes in Japan. Yeah, I guess so. We then we just get just a lot of things. I mean, I mean, Sayama's really sad. Um, I was thinking, and I was talking about this in the Discord. Imagine Say- being Sayama, 
Okay. Yeah. You are Sayama. Sorry. Uh, you're a cop. Nothing can't be helped. Um, and you've been working with Kawara. Yeah, and he's the whole time he's been like, "Hey, smile, sweetie. You should smile, smoke sweetie. As Women a lady. shouldn't be cops." Yeah, and then you find out, and then you find out that he's your dad, like as he's dying. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be sad? Would you call? And also, more importantly, would you call him dad or father, or would you still be on a first name basis with him because he is a, co- a colleague, a work colleague, uh, not a parent to you? I mean, I don't know. Maybe call him dad like once. I would but, feel like, weird. You know, I'd feel to weird. his face, and then after he's dead, probably be like, "Hey, yeah, Kawara, Kawara, my dad. That sucks." <laughs> yeah, uh, I would. I would. I would be like, "Thanks, dad. Ugh, thanks, dad." Crossing my fingers behind my back. You who knew the whole time. Fuck you. I hate Kawara. He sucks. Sayama went from having the horrible revelation that she's uh the child of a of a korean crime boss uh to the she, even w- she went rev- from assuming that she's the child yeah, of she, a korean crime boss she, she had a, she went from having a she went from having a cool backstory to having a lame backstory <laughs> yeah like a, a korean crime boss who went out being like murdered by a, an enemy gang or you know a cop who just didn't tell you for your entire life a liar cop a lying shitty cop murderous cop we also learn that the uh, the the inside rat, the the traitor who betrayed our beloved guy. floors, yeah, yeah camo he, jacket he got guy. Uh oh. Well, that's and then Kiryu says we haven't seen the last of him. He's the final boss. Yeah, of course. And then Date just pulls out a data disc. What is this? This is just such a weird like. Ah yes, Kiryu. Uh, uh, Kurahashi well, kept. Kurohashi had this uh, disc on him. It's got a TM. It's a technical machine. You can teach one of your Pokemon Rock Slide with it. Or Solar Beam. Kiryu, this is going to be how you're going to learn how to fly. Uh, that's an HM. Oh, shit. Oh, no. 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 That's an HM. No. No, Kiryu, be careful whenever you use this to teach Rock Smash to one of your Pokemon, because they won't be able to unlearn it unless you have a go-to-the-move-deleter. All right, Kiryu, now, if you ever come across a sleeping Snorlax, take this flute. This is going to really help you out. Uh, yeah, so Kurahashi put all of the secret uh, Jingwon Mafia plans on a big cd-rom in a case don't you worry he's gonna keep that he's gonna keep that uh that surface uh nice and clean uh but it's just like a a clear you know the clear jewel case um and he put it in his coat pocket uh and now they have it but unfortunately it's encrypted and only if if only we knew someone who was an epic hacker if only we knew somebody who signed on to the cops to be in the high-tech unit (laughs) if only we knew someone who is uh who got her PhD in typing uh, with two hands really fast on the keyboard. Whoa, if only we knew somebody who could go in Mavis Beacon and type at 120 words per minute. We do it, Sayama. Sayama can... Sayama, Sayama. can... Sayama can hack the dish. She's, she can hack the dish. So they, they bring her into one of the fucking tents nearby uh, and yeah. set up a laptop for her, and she's like, damn it. I can't brute force the password. It's not Kura, just like, it's not Kurahashi rocks or yeah, Jingwon Mafia rules or anything like yeah. that. I, I can't it's do it. It's called like it's it's like let's get revenge thirty three. Yeah, 
fuck Kazuma 999. Or she's just like, a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a b Yeah, exactly. Well, luckily, there are machines that will do that for you, but... Not in Camarocho. Yeah, I need I need a special application to do this, and it's not on this laptop. Yeah, uh, but Date suggests. Well, you know, Tokyo PD they have a high tech crime unit too. You know, we're not yeah. so far behind you guys at Osaka. As these scenes are happening, by the way, um, we get uh, we get two things happen between between those two scenes. One is that we see uh, they got a great big convoy. <laughs> HG oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. site. We got a great big convoy. Blood's filling the streets tonight. Because uh, oh. the Goryu clan has about 100, 200, I don't know. It's a lot of their, their like, generic black cars. And then one, like, white limousine, and that's where Ryuji is. He he's uh, He's in the car, and he's just like, you know, the Omi Alliance always wanted to tick this one off our to-do list, and my fail dad could never do it, so yeah. check this shit out. Yeah, check this out, fail dad, and he's nowhere to be seen. We don't know where dad is. And also, he says that they're going to use this as a jumping-off point to take over every gang in Japan. Oh, yeah. Now, I want to remind Ryuji what uh, his dad said at the beginning of the game, which was the Omi Alliance is too big and it's too impossible to control. and. Uh, it's very hard to take care of it when officers step out of line when you've got like twenty thousand people working for you. So, well, great that's plan, just Ryuji. well, that's just you know that's his dad's problem. His dad was weak. That's right. His dad, Ryuji, his dad couldn't take it. Ryuji's Ryuji strong. He could do this all by himself. He's gonna micromanage the shit out of every single organized crime uh, group in Tokyo. Yeah, or in his all dad. Of Japan. His dad never played Civilization. Ryuji has. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's like he's he's playing he's playing his grand strategy games. He's pressing de jure claims on like the fucking county of Nottingham. Uh, he's 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 forging claims and arranging political marriages. He's he's got the he's got four D chess going on in his mind. And then we also get the obligatory uh, Takashima uh, Omi Alliance acting chair something or other he mm-hmm. shows he's the he's he shows up once every like four chapters to say to be like i'm doing evil stuff i in the takashima have my own my own plans going on in the background you my own just machinations i also wanted to say that uh, he's on the phone my... with somebody yeah Who i didn't has realize a voice. this this is <laughs> what they have a voice and they do have a voice as so many yeah. people do they say uh, a voice line and you know maybe or maybe not you can recognize voice oh, i won't say very it. much perhaps uh if you're so, very if you've got the ears of a hawk yeah uh i wanted to say that some you know sometimes when we're playing these different versions of the games which is this will be done at the end of this because after that we could re- reconverge at yakuza 3 and yeah. we'll stay there for the rest of the series there's things that we miss. I didn't know that my Takashima is different from your Takashima. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine is like a young, like a young guy with glasses. Kind of, he's that guy with glasses. It's Doug Oh, Walker. yeah, it's Doug Walker. Yeah, and yours is like an older gentleman. 
um i guess that oh yeah wow one, yeah i'm looking at the original game and he's he is way yeah, he's younger. a young he's a young spring chicken that that takashima um but but uh yours yours is a, yeah he's is supposed older... to be 40 <laughs> well lo- you know he looks you like know, he's about 60 in kiwami too yeah he <laughs> they kind of took him both they took him both in the wrong direction because takashima looks he looks very young and spry and then yours looks like he's a pensioner, and neither of them particularly look like a forty-year-old man. But you know, that's yeah. just the way PS2 graphics are. You can't really render every single wrinkle on Takashima. That's probably why uh, Kashiwagi just looks like way, way older in Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks way older when he's like <laughs> fucking thirty years old. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Takashiva says they they, uh, they were trying to average remember. it out. They were they were saying like, oh, okay, well we have one guy Can who we... looks like he's about twenty, and so if we want him to look forty, he's actually forty. So if we make this one look like he's sixty, it averages out. People to 40. who plays who people who will play the original game on the PS2 or podcasters who are talking about both versions, they'll see the Takashima that we want them to see. Uh. Yeah, that's when the guy on the phone says, Ah, nice plan. We'll all see you later in the game, probably, when we reveal what you've been up to this whole time. Oh, gas. Uh, so, so yeah, that's when we get to Sayama smashing on her keyboard, clickety-clacking, uh, putting in all her passwords. Um, also, another snag in the system is that Date can't help out anything because he's a murderer. Yeah, uh, he's, the police... he's, still, he's still suspected of murder throughout this whole thing. I... He's suspected of murdering a person who's alive, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, he murdered um, the, uh, the, the the duplicate, the faker. Yeah, but, like, does the does Kamurocho police know that there's a fake? I mean, there's a body. You know, they got the body. Very true. What if, like, what if after this whole thing is over, uh, Kazuki gets out of the hospital... And he goes to his house, and, like, someone else owns it, and all of his stuff is gone, and, like, he's just legally been pronounced dead, and his life is a fucking nightmare, and he has to fucking get everything reversed. I mean, we learn- we learn this chapter that Kazuki was missing for, like, six months. Yeah, he- yeah, uh, well, we'll we'll talk more about that in a minute. Uh, Uh, so- yeah, yeah so Sayama's like, I, I need special applications to do this, so uh, Date, since, you know, he's a fuck-up and Tokyo PD doesn't want to work with him anymore, uh, she's going to have to go all the way back to Kansai. Which to, is good, because she was going to do that anyway. Yeah, she was going back there anyways. Because uh, she was going to take her... Also, T- Tamiyo is here, her mom is here. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, and that... She takes the so ashes. She's... Yeah, so she's taking Tamiyo back to Osaka, making sure that she's all settled. Then she'll go to the police department, use the epic hacking machine, mm-hmm. crack the CD, and then, and then, bing, bang, boom, they're in. Uh, Sayama leaves, and then Tamiyo, like, what, just says, hey, can you go find my daughter again? Uh, and I feel like that's kind of what half of Yakuza 2 is spent doing, is trying to track down Sayama. yeah. It's okay. She's uh, just at part. She's just at Serena. Yeah, she's she's at Serena. You go there, and uh, it's she, very awkward. 
It's it's very awkward. You're you're she's like kind of distraught. She's like, yeah, I, I I said I I wouldn't. You know, I would like to know this information more than anything. But now that I know, it's kind of I know that my now that I know now that, that my dad's, know that a, my shitty dad's a cop, a shitty cop. Yeah, I I'm kind of conflicted about it. You know, I, it, it, it <laughs> you hurt. Were, you were right, Kiryu. I I much I much I really would have. Uh, I I kind of did wish I was the boss of. Uh, I was the daughter of the boss of the Jingwon Mafia. Yeah, it uh, kind of just hurt more than anything, you know. I, d- yeah. I didn't. Uh, so I'm I'm afraid of like whatever's on this disc, you know. I I don't I kind of don't want to find out just in case it's like more shit about me. She says that uh, she kind of feels like she's running away at the most important part of this at the climactic <laughs> point in the story. I feel uh, like it's almost the final chapter of the game. Yeah, she's you like know, I'm almost out of town. I need to be here for the final boss fight. Um, and then what I say to Sayama is, uh, no, Sayama, if you're here in the chapter, in the last chapter, the second to last chapter, uh, the final boss will shoot you to make Kiryu angry, mm-hmm. just like uh, just like with Yumi. So maybe you should stay in Osaka. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, he says, uh, he, she says, that she's leaving, and then Kiryu says, promise me one thing, promise me you'll come back to Kamurocho, and then I laugh. Ha ha, ha 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 ha. Future knowledge. Yeah, she does come back to Kamurocho, don't worry. Yes. This is not the last that we'll see of Kamaru Saihama. Oh yeah, absolutely not. She just sends an email, she sends an email, I cracked the disc, and then that's the last that we ever fucking see of her. I figured it out, Kiryu. Bye. Uh, and then we, that's it. Oh, she, she goes back to Osaka and that's, that's, uh, last we that's see of her all this That's chapter. all that happens. That's all that happens, huh? And that's the end of the chapter. Short yeah, one this week, huh? Yay, yay, that's all that happens. No. Well, we've got some good news, actually. No, no, that's not all that happens. Tell the, few, good tell friend, the listeners what actually happens. Well, our good friend Kazuki has... No, no, he, shut the fuck up. You know what happens. Wait, what do you, I, I'm, I'm confused. They do a kiss. What happened? They do a smooch. Oh, yeah, right. They do a kiss. Oh, my ass. Come on. Have they Kiryu's kissed like, yet? Hey, everything's going to be all right. And then they kiss. Have they kissed yet? I can't I remember. I don't think they have. I don't think oh, Kiryu's okay. kissed anyone ever. Yeah, this is Kiryu's first kiss. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't uh, kiss Yumi in all of the years that they knew each other, and he only got her a present once. So actually, it does track, you know, I feel like... <laughs> This is Kiryu's first kiss. This is a big milestone for him. Yeah. Good for uh, you, Kiryu. Yeah, he says, hey, look, everything's going to be all right, no matter what happens, no matter, like, what else we find out about you. I, I, I'm not going to, like, judge you or think any less of you. Uh, You know, it, it'll be but fine. Since your dad is Kawara. Yeah, you know, I can't think any less of you now, you know. Also, it, this is good for our relationship because it turns out that my dad didn't kill your dad. Yeah, hey, this is great. This is great. This news. is great. We fixed. We've solved it. We've solved. Salvaged. You think that's uh, literally it? He was just like feeling apprehensive about like, do I want to kiss this girl? I don't know. My dad, dad kind of killed, killed her, her dad. dad, and then he that he found out that didn't happen. Oh, He's cool! Like, my yeah, dad didn't kill her. All dad. right, I can hold her hand. Cool. All right. So, Ham, have you ever held hands with a guy before? She's like, yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, like five whoa, times. Whoa, you ever? Have you ever kissed a guy before? Yeah, this is this is a uh, Kiryu's first kiss, and and we should all be very happy for him. Um, yeah, congratulations, I also, Kiryu. I also think that this might be one of Kiryu's last kisses, but 
This is his <laughs> only one. No, he gets he gets a couple more. Yeah, I know. He gets like one or two more. He gets like he gets like two kisses in his entire life. It's uh, fine. And he it's to, fine. It's look. One he thing needs that to, we know he needs about to Kiryu save up is his that... essence. He, he can't he can't let a woman drain it from him. We know one thing about Kiryu is that Kiryu uh, prioritizes his familial relationships over romantic ones, and we should respect that for him. And if he wants to kiss two times in his entire life, then we should respect that. I res- yeah, we respect him. Anyway, Kazuki Kazuki is alive and he's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Date says that he's talking crazy about something about bombs. Weird. Why no, would that's bombs? we don't. There's no bombs in Kamarocho. That's never. Oh no, yeah, before. nobody would ever plant a bomb in Kamarocho. That's never happened two times in this game, at least. Never. I like later in the series bombs being planted in Kamarocho is such a common occurrence that it no longer. It no, uh, it gets, no longer it, constitutes it be, a main rele- plot threat. It gets relegated to sub stories about yeah. bombs being planted around town. Yeah. Uh, so we go to Emoto Clinic to meet with Kazuki, and he tells us what's been happening in his life, and it's not great. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, thanks for saving me, y'all. It was, uh, it's kind of fucked up, but like six months ago, some guys approached me and started threatening me." And then knocked me out and took me captive, and they actually had a body double of me, and so I've just been kind of holed up in a closet for six months, and nobody <laughs> noticed. Do you think that this has a has a negative impact on the relationship between Yuya and Kazuki? Because Kazuki might be a little pissed off that Yuya, his right-hand man, never noticed. K- Kazuki at least seems to be playing up like... Yeah, he was an exact duplicate of me. He looked exactly the same, sounded the same, knew all of my mannerisms, and he doesn't go that deep. But it's like, yeah, which which one is the real Kazuki? But I I I get the feeling that he probably won't be mad at you. Yeah, mm, he might be. It might just be a little weird, and and also it might be a, probably, it'll, it'll be pretty awkward for a bit. But I think it'll be I fine. know that in the in the. You know, in the next few games, we, we they really dial back Yuya and Kazuki, and they usually show up, like, once or twice. And also, I think at some point, Kazuki leaves? So maybe this is, like, the catalyst for their, their off-screen relationship falling apart, and then they have a complete falling out, and Kazuki goes and starts another club somewhere else. Uh, I, don't, just a, I, don't just think, a, I don't think that's the case. Uh, yeah, they do get, they do certainly get, like, reduced, uh, roles in the story. I know but... that, I know that Kazuki eventually goes and starts his, he, he wants to go and start another club somewhere else at some point, and then we get just basically only Yuya, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, something like that, something, something like that, but I don't think they ever, like, split at any point. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, what I'm, what I'm positing is that they do, and we just didn't hear about it. <laughs> maybe they got they got a divorce because yeah, uh, because kazuki was mad that you never noticed that he had been kidnapped and replaced uh we then learn that it's not just it's not just a bomb it's a lot of bombs like a co- like a comical oh, yeah. number of bombs yeah a, a ridiculous amount of bombs in fact an one embarrassing each... number of bombs yeah yeah in fact he says it's it he heard them talking it, it, they said it was one for each of the comrades that they lost 20 years ago so and then 33 like 30... bombs you gotta respect the jingwan's flair for the dramatic 
that's 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 a really a dedicated commitment to doing what is is terrorism at this point i think um but they have rigged I mean, the entire city th- i mean yeah that's exactly what they're trying to do they want to destroy camarocho yeah, so they really want to destroy camarocho imagine this like i mean just this would this would be like national news this would be sorry in, this would be like global news the entire city got blown up by 33 Bombs, but actually, there's good news. There's a silver lining. Yeah, they disarmed one of them last chapter, and one of them was the one that went off in the Millennium Tower. I mean, that's not really a win. Come to this assumption. Who knows? Like that. That seems like a pretty big leap to take, right? Like, yeah. I mean, because the. I mean, once again, the Jingwan have a flair for the dramatic, so. What would happen if they didn't count that Because it seems like bomb. the rest of them are set to go off simultaneously. So why did they... I guess they set off because, the first because, one as a warning. Because they, knew, like, because they knew that if they if they didn't count that first one, then someone would be like, well, actually, that was 34 bombs. And then that would just... That oh, would just yeah, suck. yeah, yeah. They, they were... <laughs> they needed they were to, they trying needed to, to keep, cut yeah. off any pedants that were yeah. <laughs> in Kamarocho. Because you can't undetonate a bomb, right? So what they'd have mm-hmm. to do is they'd have to kill... An, they'd have to kill another survivor to make it even and out. you know they're perfectly willing to do that i think that's very true uh so <laughs> they need to have the camarocho bomb squad take care of all 33 of these bombs unfortunately 31 of these bombs unfortunately they don't know where any of them are yeah and uh i don't i don't feel like the bomb squad is equipped to handle 30 31 bombs at the same time yeah that seems like you know, even in a big city like Tokyo, it's like thirty-one is a big number for bombs. It's a lot. Like, like all at like once. Like if I was, you know, it, counting things is all about. It's all about what you're counting, right? Like if I said I'm gonna eat thirty-one, I'm gonna eat thirty-one goldfish crackers. You would say that's not that many. But if I yeah. said I was gonna detonate thirty-one bombs, you'd say that's a lot of bombs. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of bombs. That's way too many bombs. That's an embarrassing yeah, I mean, number. If of I bombs. say I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna eat 31 pizzas in 40 days. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a lot of pizzas. <laughs> I'd say if I, I mean, 30 pizzas and it was 40 pizzas in 30 days, and 40 pizzas right, in 30 okay, days yeah. meant that there was at least several days where he was eating more than one pizza in the same day. Which, you know, two pizzas in a day, I'm I'm gonna be a little judgmental just because that's a lot of that's a lot of pizza. Um, it's a lot. But if I said I detonate 40 bombs in 30 days, you would be telling me that I have a problem. You would be reporting me to the FBI, and they'd probably oh. be listening to this episode th- right now. I think now. if you detonated one bomb in one day, you'd be reported to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> they have a, they have a, they let you get a freebie. That's actually, my uncle works at FBI. And oh, okay, he says yeah, they let he you detonate. told me, if you only th- do one. A, <laughs> there's a boys will be boys clause. Mm-hmm. Where any person, and that's not that's not limited by gender. That's, that's just that's what not it's gender. called. Yeah, you, you can no. do it. You know, regardless. Yeah, so. uh, but you get one free bomb detonation, and they they say ah, uh, and that was that was what the one at the beginning of the game was, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not that the FBI has any, you know, like they're they not the any ones in charge of this. Japan. But but it's the rule applies. But but the, ever since World War Two, ever since World War Two, there has been a similar clause in the Japanese yeah, Constitution exactly. because it was heavily uh. Yeah, you got it uh, because uh, it was influenced by the influenced by the by American, American government. Constitution. So, 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 
you can detonate one bomb, and and that's just a fact. So please, if you're listening to this podcast, just keep that information in mind. I'm not going to tell you what to do with it. Uh, <laughs> Curious not says actionable. it's time for me to go. Not back. actionable. Not you actual. Can't it's a joke. Us for saying this. This is a joke. We're doing comedy here. Uh, Kiryu says, I have no idea what to do about this right now, so I'm just going to go to Tojo HQ to get them involved to fight the Goryu clan. Well, I mean... And I think... Yeah, because the Goryu clan, it's like, I well, I can't really do anything about the bombs, but, you know, there's going to be like a million Omi I think guys a part coming of me, here. A part of me tells me that Kiryu uh, also says, oh, Kamurocho's got 33 bombs in it, 31 bombs in it, I then I think that I'll, I'll go slightly out of town... For the foreseeable future, <laughs> just in case. And then if they, if they, like, I'll come back. Obviously, he'll come back. Like, he'll come yeah. back. But if they did happen to go off while he's at the Tojo Clan HQ, he'd definitely feel good about that. He'd be like, it really dodged a bullet Whew, there. Yeah. Really, really dodged 31 bombs there. Mm-hmm. So we're at Tojo uh, HQ now. Yeah, we're, we're at Tojo HQ, and Yayui's like, uh, that... 31? 31 bombs, huh? That's a lot. It seems like a lot. Can we do seems anything like, about that? If you that? were talking about 31 M&Ms, I wouldn't be that many, but 31 yeah, bombs, yeah, Kiryu, that's a lot of bombs. bombs? Oof. Ooh. Yeesh. Ooh. Big number yeah, for everybody's bombs. Tugging at, everybody's tugging at their collar. They're like, And then she's like, do you not remember the cool scene where all of the captains died and it was like a, a beat Takeshi movie or something? And then Kiryu's like, oh, that was a long, that was a many, many weeks ago. Yeah, yo, I don't really remember that. Um, yeah, we, we've kind of had to take a couple breaks since then, Yayoi. Daigo is here also. Yeah, Daigo's hanging um, out. And he's like, this is where he becomes like, he becomes adult man. And he's like, yeah, epic Kashiwagi. leader guy. Yeah, he's he's going to be epic leader boy. And he's like, Kashiwagi, how many men do you think you could scrape together? And as, soon like, as, as soon as he finishes that line, it starts playing like this fucking butt rock, like, yeah, like chugging <laughs> guitar riff. It's really funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and Kashiwagi's like, uh, well, you know, but there's not that many guys left. All the officers are, are gone. There, we, you know, guys local to Kamarocho, uh, maybe about 300. There are 20,000 uh, Goryu men and only 300 and it's like the movie. Whoa! Like that. Like if there's the a, movie. they should make a, Meet they should the make Spartans. a movie. Make sure. <laughs> that is what I was thinking about. The classic movie we all know mm-hmm. and love. And uh, yeah, I yeah. was <laughs> like, "Would you trust me with your man?" <laughs> I'm Daigo Dojima, and I'm I'm the boss Yakuza now. Two, directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> What's your power, Daigo? I'm rich. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's like, we're gonna, we're gonna. There's 300 of us, and there's 20,000 of them, but we're gonna send the Goryu packing, and then we're gonna do it all in slow motion, and it's gonna be really epic. Uh, we get another yeah, shot. It's gonna be just... in slow motion, but then in normal motion, but then in slow motion again. It'll be fucking cool. Then we get another shot of of the great big convoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then a sword makes a gun noise. Did you notice this? Excuse me. Yeah, there's just like cut. Se- there's a cut scene of like all of the Tojo boys. They've they've summoned three hundred boys, um, and they're all like 
loading their guns. Okay, and, let me watch. Like, let me pulling, watch this just a second. There's just a part where someone like pulls out a sword and it goes or something. It makes like a gun noise. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of guys with guns and swords, and they're all making clinking and clacking noises. But I mean, I don't. The guy with the sword just—it just makes kind of a sword noise. I don't know. It makes a gun noise. I'm telling you. I think it's maybe fine. it was in my version. It's funny, but they all have their swords and guns and knives and and big and big spiky boxing gloves and a big axe and a salmon cannon. And uh, then Daigo takes. He's got a. He's doing a rousing tits out speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got, got his shirt. shirt. He's ripped. Yeah. He's he's shredded and he's got a cool. What is his tattoo of? It's cool. Uh, oh, fuck. I should have looked. It's this like up. a. It's like a kind of Daigo Daigo Dojima tattoo. It's a good tattoo. It is. Good. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's a Fudo Myo or Akala, defender of the Buddhist faith. That's it. Very cool. Um. And then. Oh, I've, uh, oh my, oh my goodness, an effort to find Daigo's tattoo, the top result, if you look up Daigo Dojiman tattoo, is a DeviantArt image of a, what looks to be a, a sexy lady version of Kiryu. Nice. With, with, the, with the Kiryu tattoo cool. on her back. Very cool. On her Very tits. Cool. No, they, no, they, I mean... Once again, the Yakuza video games don't put the tattoos on the front for some reason, even though they should. Daigo just does epic speech, uh, and he says, uh, "He says we're fighting for all of the all of the unseen clans in Kanto, not just the Tojo, but also like the one in Asakusa with the failed dad who said I don't get a right to be your dad anymore. That guy, we're fighting for him, and." Uh, there's not that many besides us. We're kind of the biggest one in Kanto. And then Kiryu says, Daigo, you did such a good speech. No one's going to object to you taking over. Yeah, this is just Kiryu talking to Kashiwagi and Yayui in the background like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if he, you know, took over the Tojo clan and he was the sixth chairman? Just think about yeah, it, you I know, mean, food for thought. He's got, great, he's got great genes. His dad did a really good job, famously. Mm-hmm. Uh... God, yeah, the, the fucking speech where he's like, yeah, my dad worked to defend this city. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, What the fuck dude? are you talking about? Like, like even in, even like in the, the universe like of the game, everyone Like, when he tried to hated. kill, like, the Jingwon Mafia, that was, like, as just a blatant, like, power grab, like, or, you know, when he uh, unleashed hell on the streets of Kamarocho trying to search down one guy because he did something, like, is, like, trying to block a land deal or something, like, yeah, what? what? Even in the world of the game, everyone says that that Dojima is kind of a washed-up has-been. No one really liked him, and then he died. Uh, but okay, Daigo's bet. Daigo is definitely better than his dad, but he I shouldn't dad. respect he his dad. He loved the people of Kamarocho. <laughs> My dad was yeah. a good man, and once he never a, did anything year, problematic. Once a year, he'd have a fucking barbecue cookout for the people of Kamarocho. They could get free ribs, and I'm not gonna take that away from them. So anyway, Daigo Tojima is cool, and his dad is a fucker, and we hate him. Uh, Kiryu's gotta go... Beep. That's what I had to stop doing. Uh, Kiryu has to go back to Purgatory. He's got a really... He's really commuting today. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how far away Tojo Clan HQ is. It's... it. You could see... It's, like, out of the city, right? It's not in, like, downtown Tokyo. It's kind of out... You have to take the highway to get there. Yeah. 
and that's and that's with a taxi ride and also traffic you know driving in the city maybe like mm-hmm. i don't know like 20 30 minutes it's not too bad it could be not worse. too bad no it could be worse yeah, uh, so. <laughs> that number i just made up could be worse yeah it could be worse back in purgatory date says bad news i killed a guy and now they won't help us they're refusing to send the bomb squad because I suck. They said, Date, you're, we're not sending you. You can die for all we care. Okay, two, th- two things, Date. Number one, here's a question. Why didn't the, flo- the florist is a cop? Why didn't the florist go talk to the police? And he's a fucking yeah. Like not he, only not only does he not only does he have his his information gathering systems. I think they're offline for whatever reason. But he also was there. When there was the fucking bomb. Yeah. He probably still has the bomb. I... It, yeah. Couldn't he just be like, yeah, they attacked my office. They had an actual office. bomb. But my yeah, but no, they, they're, they, yeah, they're like, well, the, the no guys that come to OHP are like, well, 31 bombs, though. 31 that bombs. Be, that's that's a lot ridiculous. of bombs. And also, for the record, a bomb blowing up is like, that happens like once a day on this, yeah. in this, come, in this come city, on. so. Come on. And we've only uh, got Kazuki's word to go on, you know, like yeah, who, we don't who we cares? don't. Uh, and then Kiri says, "I guess we'll have to disarm the bombs ourselves." And then he says, "Daigo has three hundred men; they can find and disarm the bombs." And at no point in the scene does anyone say Kiryu. The bomb squad are the bomb squad because they know how to disarm a bomb. Yeah, it's kind do of do these three hundred Chinpira know how to disarm bombs yeah, yeah somehow somehow i doubt that there's even one amongst them that could disarm a bomb they it's actually standard uh practice for the tojo clan just in case the this this very situation happens and and even more uh hilarious is that is that you may say well wait 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 these 300 men they were set aside because uh the goryu clan has a great big convoy coming what are you gonna do about that and then to which kiryu says oh i got that yeah don't worry i got it i'll do it by myself we, we know we know that i can take care of that he says yeah it'll be fine the florist then says ah gee you know we could really find those bombs easily if my mass surveillance state was still uh working but yeah, unfortunately damn. uh it's not and then no one there's no funny guy no funny silly guy you can help us out in this pickle oh hey majima oh hey majima's here Machi was here, and I, he's, like, singing a little song. Yeah, he's, he's like, like hey, humming a little tune. You, you need me? You called? I heard that you need to get this thing working. Well, check this shit out. Uh, and he winds up with his head uh, and just fucking slams it down on the big marble desk. And nothing happens. Over and over again. Yeah, nothing happens. So and everyone's like looking at Majima, again, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, he just keeps hitting his head. He's wearing a helmet, for the record. He's wearing his construction helmet. So yeah, he's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm not he's saying not that, I'm not damage. saying I'm not saying that it's like painless, but he isn't just like <laughs> the scene would be really horrific if he wasn't wearing a helmet. Yeah, no, this is just Majima being Majima. Yeah, uh, and they're all very confused at Majima fighting a desk. Uh, but really, should they be? That seems perfectly par for the course for something Majima would do. Yeah. But with one 
one faithful blow with yeah, his right, head. Yeah, right as, right as Daigo and Kiryu are like, hey, maybe we should stop him from doing this. He might hurt himself and, like, try to restrain him. He, 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 he winds up one last time and whacks it. And, and the, the desk begins yeah. to descend into the gamer Ooh, cave. Yeah. I can't believe, I can't believe, oh, the gamer cave, which is uh, working and pristine, untouched, in fact, cleaner than we'd seen it before. Uh, yeah, which, the only problem was that the desk, the like the elevator yeah, exactly. mechanism I, wasn't working correctly. It was that, yeah. I thought when the floor said, like, my systems are offline, I thought it was like, oh, the whole fucking thing is, is broken. No. It was just we can't get the desk. Yeah, well, yeah, he he tried pressing the button to make it go down, and it wouldn't work. So he's the like, incredibly well, extra elevator that he had built is not working. So, yeah, uh, Majima says that he knew that he could use the uh, the the surveillance to become very rich if he wanted to. So he just kind of left it running. And uh, yeah, he's just like ah, I figured. Yeah, maybe I could. It would come in handy. I can make some money off of it, or something. It would help I advance just, the plot. You know, I, 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 you know, I came in here, polished it up every every once in a while. Just you know, he said, "I knew if off. I kept, the, I knew if I kept this around, it would come in handy uh, in a later game in later games." And maybe having this is such a plot convenience that we will just stop bringing it up in in further entries in the series, uh, which is exactly what happens. Uh, Kiryu, I just realized that, by the way, I I'd never thought about it before, because I, I, I was always like, you know, the florist doesn't really show up that much in the later games, and I think the reason is because he kind of breaks the plot a lot of the times, because they're like, how can we find who, yeah, who, and it's like, always imagine, like, well, why don't you imagine if it, in, in judgment, right, like the murder mystery of just like, oh, they could just go ask the florist and he would tell them yeah, exactly he's just like, who the oh, yeah, we've, is. we've got, like, 12 different angles of this guy's face. You know, we can <laughs> digitally reconstruct his entire body and, and like, facial structure. Don't worry, we've got this. Don't worry, yeah. <laughs> That's he, the only way to... Yagami, <laughs> go, go kick up your feet, buddy. You know, you're, you're done. Yeah, the game's over. The game's 20 minutes long. So I guess that's probably why we don't see the florist that much after this game. He shows up from time to time. Uh, from time the to time, and then just stops. I, I think he just dies. Maybe I don't know if he dies. I think he just. I think they just stop mentioning him. They hope that if they go enough games without talking about the florist, they'll uh, people will stop pointing this out. And the answer is no. And also, there are plenty of other people who basically become the florist in other games. So, uh, then the florist says, "Okay." Bomb, I'm on bomb duty. I'll find the bombs. The experienced bomb disposal unit of all the guys that Kashiwaki could scrape together will take care of it. Kiryu will beat up 100,000 uh, Go-Ryu guys by himself and then fight Ryuji. Uh, this is a great plan. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is great. On his way out of uh, of Purgatory, Kiryu gets a call from... Who? The Bantam owner? Yeah, Bantam right? bartender. And he's just like... Kiryu, Omi guys are here. You have to fight them. And then Kiryu's They're like, looking okay, for you. They want to kill you. And then the owner so, so of you, you walk a few <laughs> steps, and Dokimoto Kiryu, it's calls me, you the up. doctor from Imoto Clinic. The Goryu just fucked up my clinic. Please help. Kiryu's like, okay, then you take cool. a few more steps. Hey, it's uh, me, Yuya. <laughs> Please, they're gonna kill me. And then you walk outside of Purgatory, and Tamara, our beloved boy. Our bestest friend yeah. in the whole world. Yeah. We love Tamara. We love it's to just see like, Tamara. He's like, Kiryu, I got the inside scoop. The Go Ryu clan is here. 
They're in Bantam. Like, I know. And in Emoto Clinic. And in Stardust. You need to get there quick, Kiryu. Kiryu's uh, like, wait, Bantam? But if they took over Bantam, where will where will people have a place to drink after a hard day of work? This is the lifeblood of the neighborhood. Yeah, where will, this is where the will most... good, honest people go to drink? <laughs> There's no other bars in this nightlife district. Where uh, else so are you going to find an authentic Irish pub in the middle of Tokyo? <laughs> where, where are you going to find? This is the... We need the Bantam Memorial... The Bacchus Memorial Bar, where... Like ten people died. It's a memorial, actually. Uh, so yeah, you have to just go to each place and fight some guys, and there's not really anything to say about it. It's not yeah, like there's a this sp- is like extremely anti- anticlimactic, right? Yeah, I, I get the I get the sense that maybe this isn't the the main invasion force, but it's still like it feels like it's supposed to be like this huge thing, and then you fight uh, exactly eleven guys, uh, and that's that's it. Right, like each of it those feels... cars, each of those cars that the Goryu clan had had one person driving it, and then they got there and realized that someone had to go park. So, yeah. can you imagine parking that many cars in the big city? So they just had to turn around and go back. They just dropped off whoever was there, and then turned around and went back to Osaka and said, "Maybe we should take the train." <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna head up. We'll be back in a few hours, uh, but. Yeah, this is like, I, I don't know. It, it feels like for a chapter called the Goryu Invasion or the Goryu March, and they're like, they're showing this big fleet of cars, and it's like, I know oh, that the we big have fleet another... of cars finally got here. Like, there, there should be more. Like, I know that you fight in, more. Yeah, guys, right. I think. I mean, I think you I fight you a fight lot more. of Goryu guys at the like big final battle. So I'm assuming that's where yeah. they all went. But um, but this is like you you fight these eleven guys and Kiryu's like, oh Jesus. I'm so yeah, tired. That's the, worst, like, that's the thing, right? Is is uh, because yeah, you go to Stardust, right? And Stardust is where like the actual, well, not big fight, but like the bigger fight is. Ryuji's there. Um, yeah, there's a guy and, with like, four health bars. Yeah, but even still, uh, Ryuji, you know, Ryuji's doing this big speech, and he's like, "Ah, Kiryu, I knew you'd come here, but I'm not gonna kill you just yet. I want to have a big one-on-one fight," uh, which he says every time he shows up. Um, and that he says, all right, fight my boys. And then you fight them and you know, they're like, there's like five tough goons with some blue health bars, but like it's Kiryu Kazuma, the dragon of Dojima. And after the fight, he's just like, (sighs) 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 and then Ryuji's like, I can't fight you. I can't fight you while you're like this. This is just too pathetic. And it's like, what? I don't understand. The games do right, that sometimes, like it, it's right? It's like you you get the you get the feeling that there's like hundreds, if not thousands, of guys coming, and you fight yeah. one of them. Like, it, like the the rest of the it clan is like been... trying to defuse these bombs, and you're like, I'm gonna take care of this by myself, and then you you it should have been dudes. it should have been a long battle on the streets is what it should have been. They do yeah, that like that's what I'm thinking. Like a, a long battle on the streets, like going from from West Park to Stardust. Like that would have been, yeah, that would have been great. That would have been cool. Or like, and they had a or like we, maybe a big climactic battle it. in front of the Millennium Tower or something like something like that. Like, I didn't talk about it because uh, I completely forgot about it because I'm not playing that game. But there is that side content in Kiwami Two, right, where you go to the. Uh, what is it? Yeah, Debra, we, we I, I I forgot about to talk about that. Yeah, these are these are uh, bouncer battles. Those are a lot of fun. Uh, and that's exactly a, what they are. They're like long battles 
on the street. There's barricades, guys with weapons. Yeah, they, they, they've usually, usually got some boss. gimmick to it. You can pick up weapons. The the only thing is you can't use items in the middle of it. Yeah, those are cool. And once again, that would have been cool if, like, Curious Fighting, you know. Or or another one I really liked was... You can get uh, some pretty good rewards from them, too. Like, some really good, yeah. like, gear sets. And you also have to fight. That's, I think, the first time in this series that we encounter the 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 gross gimp guy the like weird feral Red man gimp man yeah no, he was in six i mean well, yeah, chronologically we the it's the first time yet. we encounter red man yeah. but yeah um uh, you, you can also find but, red man in the coliseum true uh red man. my point is is that i don't know why yeah i don't know why this is the go ryu invasion is two two small businesses get get wrecked up and then Stardust, but but that's what we got. Kiri's uh, huffing and puffing after uh, fighting 11 guys. Um, he wasn't huffing and puffing after he fought the entire uh, uh, fucking Masaru Sarah funeral party, but that's fine. Uh, what ha- oh yeah, Ryuji's like, comes downstairs and he's gonna, he pulls out his sword, right? And yeah. then he's just like, nah. Nah. Nah, it does a big theatrical like one. chop right at Kiryu and then doesn't do anything. He says, "Killing you now won't make me a dragon," and I'm very obsessed with becoming a dragon. So you come, you uh, you come fight me at the end of the game, okay? I'll be your final boss. Yeah, I'll be waiting at the tallest point in Kamurocho. Yeah, but and like, I'm like, ah, another fight atop the Millennium Tower. Yeah, Excellent. he's he's like, hey, you've you've got business to take care of with these bombs, right? Like, I I. This is all the Jingwan's fault. Like I've right, got he doesn't. Do he's like this. I don't. I don't. He says, you know, when I teamed up with the Jingwan Mafia, I never thought they'd go thirty-three bombs. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he call at the very beginning of the game, uh, camo jacket guy, and say turn Kamurocho into a sea of fire? Well, or yeah, but then Ryuji exact, was like, uh, he thought that was really one. That, he thought that, that was one. <laughs> he thought that was one bomb. Well, no, because Ryuji's against the bombs because he says like, what's the point of taking? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If- he he was like, I, you know, I, our goals line up somewhat, but I'm not your friend, and I don't really care for like destroying Kamarocho. Ryuji calls Camo Jacket guy, and he's like, thirty three bombs, really? And the guy's like, you said turn it into a sea of fire. What do you think I was gonna do? One bomb? And he's like, "Yeah, one bomb on top of a building." <laughs> yeah, come on. Where it's not even gonna bomb. cause that many damage, and it's late at night, so no one's there. What do you? What's what? Uh, uh, but yeah, he's hey, like, isn't I, I've, really got, funny? "I've got hey. no interest. Like, I want to rule over Kamarocho. I don't want to like. Who gives a shit if it's a pile of ashes? Like, I don't want that." You know, it's really funny. I just thought about the Jingwan Mafia rigged one bomb at the top of the Millennium Tower. Yeah. And then they said, "Where are we gonna put our second bomb?" And then they said, we'll put it near the top of the Millennium Tower. Yeah, we'll put it a a few floors down. We'll put it a few floors down. They are going to systematically blow up every single floor of the Millennium Tower. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's that's where the other 31 bombs are. Yeah, they're all in the same building, and then at that point they're just like, eh, yeah, just let it go. It's a controlled demolition. We could build, we, we got the Camarocho Hills going up in the background. We can have another big building. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but I do love Ryuji so hyper aware that he's the final boss in a video game. He's like, I'm not going to fight you now. When it comes time to fight me, I will be at the top point of the city where we can have an epic boss fight. And also I'll bring some music, some cool boss fight music too. So don't you need to worry about it? Yeah. Thank you, Ryuji. Very considerate. I'm, and that's bringing, my, I'm bringing my record player. Don't, don't worry. 
Yeah, that's the end of chapter 14. Yep. Two chapters left. Uh, next week, we're talking about chapter 15, Blood and Bonds. Yeah. Stocks and Bonds. Yeah, baby. We're talking about the stock market next week. <laughs> chapter 15, Settling Accounts. Mm-hmm. A lot of just financial uh, uh, yeah. theming in this game. <laughs> uh, so, let's uh, take it to the Twitter. We've got a couple questions on Twitter. If you have a question, you can leave it on our question post at uh, Yakuza... Wait, what is it? Twitter.com slash Kamarocho Radio is what it is. Or in our Dolce D Postcard uh, channel on our Discord. So here's our question. Here, we'll start with the Discord question. This is from a friend of the show, Sophie Estrogen Liker on Discord. He says, why does anyone want Daigo as their chairman when they could have Epic Yayoi instead? And I think... We all know the answer. Daigo Shredder, he's think, got an 8-pack. I mean, I think it's probably just because the Yakuza they're, are they're, they're, misogynist, yeah, they're misogynist and don't, they don't think that a woman, a woman could do the job, even though Yayoi is more epic than her son. Her son doesn't have a sword. Yeah. Never used a sword. No. Uh, is less qualified because he's not... He was never. He was just the son of a Tojo clan guy. He's he's not the wife, right? Doesn't look good in like a cool, like kimono outfit. Yeah. So I think Yayoi is the right choice. I also don't think that Yayoi ever appears again after this game, which is yeah, devastating. It's just it it's despicable. It's horrible. She's so cool. She's such a good character, and they, don't, they just don't get to. She never comes back. Uh, this, as as we've said, this game has a problem with which characters it brings back. Mainly, it only brings back characters from Yakuza One, and anyone else who's cool doesn't ever get to appear again. Never, um, unless you're like the two new protagonists from a later from the later games, or Daigo, or Daigo, yeah, D- Daigo does come back. Uh, Dan, friend of the show, Dan at Bigger Challenge on Twitter says, uh, "Do you think Majima installed anything new on the floor's gamer rig since last time?" Hmm. He hasn't really touched it, um, as we've said, but what is Majima installing? Uh, Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2. Majima like Valve? Does he like Half-Life 2? Yeah, I, th- I think I think he's been waiting for Half-Life 3, and he's that's why he's, uh, he's the Joker now. Yeah, he's the Joker because he's been waiting for Half-Life 3 so bad. Do you think that Majima... Do you think do you think Majima hooked up a VR to that rig so he could play Alex, or do you think that he was mad about it? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I think he would. Uh, oh God, there is a good amount of space to play like VR games in there. You, you, I, I that think is the yeah, that's is definitely, true. The Floris is definitely doing like Beat Saber and shit in in the gamer oh, shit. He loves it. That, that's, that's what he's why doing. He's, that's, that's why, why, that's why on... he doesn't show up anymore. He's, yeah, he needs all he's, that computing like computing power like, to do VR. He's like permanently put himself in the VR zone. He's got his like his his like sexy like ripped furry avatar that he uses as, when he plays VR chat. Um and it's like a really unoriginal uh like design too, but he's like this is my he's my sh- he's a shredded tiger. He's a, no, he's like a shredded wolf and he's my he's my fursona. And I live as him in, mm-hmm. in the VR zone, and I, I play Beat Saber, and and that's all I do, and that's why I can't help you anymore, uh, Yagami. I can't solve this murder for you. I'm too busy in the VR zone. Yeah, That's funny, because they do put... There's that VR minigame in... Uh, Judgment does have VR, yeah. 
No, it doesn't. <laughs> when I got Judgment and it said uh, VR minigame, I was incredibly concerned. <laughs> I was like, I oh, do no. not have a PSVR. Oh, no. Am I just oh, okay. not? I thought, I thought you were saying you, you thought it would be like a like an H game like mini game. <laughs> no, I just thought it was like I thought that they put like a PSVR element into a Yakuza game. Mm. I think it's only a matter a... of time. You know they they've used six It'll axis. Come, yeah. Like Yakuza is like one of the only series to use the six axis controls. Like I, I think they they might at some point once PSVR yeah, was... is like more affordable. Yeah, I mean. I gotta say, I don't know what they would do for Yakuza VR. Like, just let you walk around Kamurocho in first person. I guess so. Yeah, it's just it's just a Kamurocho. It just lets you walk around, I guess, and then like walk into shops, and then you could, and then finally, yeah, you like Kam- Kamurocho civilian sim- simulator. You're not one of the protagonists, so you're not getting into fights or anything. You're just walking around, and then like you're in Popo, and Kiryu pops in and uh, throws a guy through Fight, the window. Fights a guy, yeah. Honestly, just like the idea of just it would it would probably sell really well because it would basically just be like a Japan uh, like a Japan walk around simulator and you could walk into Papo and like pick up a pick up a soda can and look at it and then put it back on the shelf and then yeah. a bunch of people would buy that. So I don't know, maybe get on get on it, RGG. Uh, stop making the things you're making now and make this stupid stupid idea instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are our questions this week. Thank you all very much. And that's the end of this episode. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I can't believe how close we are to finishing Yakuza 2. I mean, we got like, <sighs> we got our bonus episodes yeah. as well. Our, uh, our, our side content. And then we're talking about Yakuza 3 and we're at the point where less people are familiar with what happens in, in that game, I think, yeah. than, because uh, it wasn't yeah. a... It took a while to get that collection out. It'll be exciting. Uh, so, let's wrap this up. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find all of our episodes at yakuzapod.com. That's a good, easy way to find us. You can find me on Twitter at Rex, and you can find Argyle on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. We do a couple other podcasts. I do one called uh, Slappers Only. It's a video game music showdown podcast where we pick the best songs in a video game and then I also do one called Kylex Y, which is a very fun podcast about the hit uh, cult classic TV show Kylex Y about the clone boy with no belly button and a remarkable powers. Whoa, there's something remarkable about this boy. What are you telling me about your very podcast, good at Argyle. basketball? He's, he's you can very find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to the two podcasts that I'm on other than this. Uh, one is Pod of Greed. That is P-O-D of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. We are in season two now. Uh, it just keeps getting better, baby. Uh, I am also on this season of Wow Cool Robot. Wow Cool uh, Robot. Where we are talking about G Gundam. It's a Gundam podcast, but this the it rotates hosts out with each one because different people have different tastes and different Gundams. And me and Can Audrey... Can I do a joke that I do every time I do Slappers Only, and then every time I do it, Max tells me that you do it too, is where I go, ah, gee, Gundam. Oh, yeah, that was that was my uh, that was my nickname in the Wow Cool Robot uh, Discord for, like, a few months. That's what, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, so, yeah, gee, Gundam. Uh, so, th- that, that is the kind of show that myself and other Pot of Greed hosts 
Audrey-like, so that's the one that we're talking about. It's got big robots doing big kung fu moves on each other, and it's it's a lot of fun. Big bowls of cereal. It's a lot of fun, and it has made me cry on multiple occasions, so give it a listen. Emotional robots. Yeah, they have emotions, too. They cry, and they they kiss and stuff. Yeah, sometimes Uh, they kiss. We're hosted on the Noise Base Podcast Network, a great network. Thank you, Matt, for letting us be on your network. Um, lots of good shows. There's shows like uh, I almost said one zero to zero, which we have referenced earlier in the show. We did reference zero to zero earlier, and uh, you can listen to Fear Baiting, and you can listen to Video Game the Movie the Podcast, Sonic Shuffle. What else? There's lots. Yeah, of listen shows. to Video Games the Movie the Podcast. They have put out their first episode now about the Super Mario Brothers movie. It's very good. Uh, lots of great shows, so check that out, noisepace.xyz. That's all for this week, so we will see you next week when we're talking about Chapter 15, Stocks and Bonds, Blood and Bonds. I wonder what Blood and Bonds will be learning about. I don't know. Who could say? Uh, so thank you all very much for listening, and as always, Kiwami means extreme. Two! Two. Oh, 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 oh,